What's up, everybody? Welcome to the X Button Podcast. Today is August the 11th, and I am all alone. I'm right by myself. I am here on a fucking Wednesday trying to give you some news, trying to give you some updates, trying to keep this podcast going. You know, we're not yet past the moon. We are definitely rising. We're definitely close to the moon, but we're not past it yet. And that's what I wanted this podcast to be. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to get past that motherfucking shit and go past Pluto. But we'll see how that goes. We'll see if we get there. I don't doubt we can, but we'll still see, I guess. Um, Hope everybody's having a good week. You know, this week is, these weeks, or rather, have been flying by very fast. I am not mad at it at all. I think, um, I think having this, you know, these weeks, I I, I really don't know how to explain it. It's just, they're flying fucking by, you know, life is just on fast forward right now until we are inevitably pushed back into a quarantine, which I honestly, if, as long as they let me work from home, I'm all for it. I don't give a shit. Just fucking close everything down or uh you know reopen i don't know I, I at this point who cares i don't you know there's nothing to do if it is open i don't know why i'm starting off on this rant anyways <laughs> we'll move on from that uh yeah like i said i hope everybody's having a great 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 wednesday uh thank you for tuning in thank you for checking out the podcast there is a um we are currently past 1200 total plays which is how am I doing this with no hands? I, I, thank you so much. I appreciate it, guys. Um, it seems like the viewership, I keep always say viewership, listenership is on the rise. And uh, we are we are currently setting course for the next 100 episodes. And uh, I'm proud of it. I'm very happy. You know, the, starting this podcast, I was always like, I don't know, I was always hesitant. And now that we're 102 episodes in, you know, I'm fucking comfortable. I'm I'm comfortable with this shit. Even if I stumble over my words or I have nothing to talk about, I am here to give you guys a motherfucking podcast. You know what I'm saying? I'm here every day. Every day. Tomorrow, you're gonna be like, damn, I wonder if uh I wonder if the X button podcast is gonna drop. Of course it is. You know it is. Now, let's get to it. What have I been playing? What have I been reading? What have I been watching? What have I been seeing? Mm, 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 mm. What has JB been eating? Let me see if I can call him real quick. Um, what have I been playing? I played a lot of Call of Duty uh, gun game with the boys. Definitely had that going. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. Definitely been a lot of fun. Let's see if Jay's available. Of course. Thanks a lot, Jay. Just know I try to call you on the podcast for a live interview, a live call-in, and you're not available. Thanks a lot, buddy. Bud. Uh, what have I been watching? What have I been playing? What have I been reading? Playing playing Call of Duty? Play Call of Duty. Um, yeah, that's been fun, man. Uh, they, they added all these new maps and stuff since I last played, and uh, Gun Game is just... It never gets old. Plus, seeing Jim struggle on that game is... It's hilarious. It's a blast. You know, twins are on there. Stephen Phil. We got Jay on there now. We're rolling deep on Call of Duties. And um, it all leads to where the fuck is the announcement for the one this year? You know what I'm saying? Where Where's that at? Still no word on it. Pretty crazy, huh? Pretty fucking crazy. Um, 
what have I been reading? Well, I have a log now. Um, I'm, I've decided to start taking my books and putting them on my desk, and that's my reading order for the week. And that's what I'm going to chip away at throughout the week instead of having like one book and then stopping and then going into another one. I have a set amount of books on my desk to finish. And right now it is Gaio by Junji Ito, who makes like horror books, horror manga and stuff. Very gruesome, bloody stuff. And um, it's kind of like, a, it feels like a classic horror movie, like Freddy Jason type shit. But it's like, you know, The Thing or Swamp Thing, whatever those old movies are. Um, for instance, I'm reading Gaio right now. I've already read Uzumaki, uh, which is an iconic um, book. They're even making a show out of it soon. They showed a little bit of the art style on it on, I think, the creator's Twitter. I think Juji Ito's Twitter or some shit. Um, it looks, it's white and black, like the fucking, you know, book. And it's, the art looks just like the book. It's it's, it's awesome. I can't wait to see that come to fruition. Um, the book is great, though. Like, Gaio is actually surprising me. I, I started it a while ago, and it's basically about how this, like, fish stench is all up in this city. And this couple is like, what the fuck is going on? And they're just trying to live. And then eventually the fish start coming out of the water. And um, they have legs. And that's like the gist of the book. Um, I think that's fair enough to say without spoiling it. But uh, that's the gist of the book. And um, that's only in like the first couple pages. So, yeah, things escalate from there. And it's been pretty fucking crazy. I've been, I've been digging the shit out of it. Another book I've been reading is Dragon Ball Super. I'm going past the show. And right now I'm about to spoil everything. Get ready. No, I'm just joking. I'm not. I'm not about to. No worries. No worries. Don't don't turn it off. Don't don't leave this. Um, Dragon Ball Super is a delight. I've been digging it. The show ended at a certain point. I guess I shouldn't spoil that either. It it ended and then they uh, haven't announced a new animated season. I don't think yet, but they should be continuing Dragon Ball Super soon. Probably next year. Uh, you know they have that new movie coming out, uh, Dragon Ball Superhero, whatever the fuck it's called. And the books have added a bunch of new characters. There's a thick ass storyline going now, like all kinds of shit. They're trying to, they're going to old school planets. There's like, you know, they've, they've been dealing with some very varied themes. It's, it's awesome. I've been really digging where, it, where it went after this. Plus, uh, Goku kind of mentions that in this one recent book, and I don't think this is spoilers, but he kind of calls ultra instinct a, um, an ability and not like a power up. So it kind of explains why he's just not like going ultra instinct on everybody. He doesn't really know how to use it yet fully, just like on a whim. So, um, cause if you remember in the term, term tournament of power, when he actually did it, which I don't think it's spoilers cause ultra instinct is fucking everywhere. Um, and I won't get too deep, deep into it. Um, uh, the tournament of power, he does it as like a last ditch effort. Cause he's like on the brink of death and he's like, everybody's counting on him. And, um, it, it's, it's a very important part to where he needs to do it. And all in all, I think the book is like, you know, it, it basically led it to where in the show it was kind of like, all right, where are they going to go from this? He's fucking the top tier. He's like ultra, ultra God. And he's got this instinct ability. Like he's number, like the fucking highest thing you can get. Well, the enemy they're dealing with now is actually a very thought, well thought out enemy for that. Um, and kind of like causes havoc in a, in a reasonable way to these heroes that are like fucking so strong, you know? So they, they find a way around that 
And uh, like I said, they call Ultra Instinct an ability, so it's not really a power-up full-on. So they go blue and red all the time in this fucking, you know, in the later episodes or the later manga that I've been reading. But they don't, you know, I don't think he's gone Ultra Instinct once since he's done it, so... All in all, the book is the books are great. I mean, the, I never thought I would get into like manga, you know. Like I, I, I started collecting those as like a Dragon Ball fan, and I started reading them. And I was like, okay, I'm spoiling the show, so I waited for the show to end. And then I continued into the books, and I was like, this shit is like just like uh, Steve had said to me. It's like frame for frame, the show. It's just fucking in book form, you know. You're just getting frames and dialogue and and text. Um, and it's been delivering, man. Every every little bit of those books are are great. It feels like every book is an event. Like things happen, and um, the escalation from where it goes from term, tournament of power is just better and better and better. And it feels like every couple months there's a new one to come out. So like in September, uh, I think it's on fifteen. Fifteen comes out, and uh, so there's fifteen manga. Uh, tournament of power I think ends around like nine or ten or something like that. So now there's like they're going deeper and deeper into like that next season, and honestly, what's going on now might lead into the movie if anything, because um, they haven't given out much details on the movie, but I could see them, because what well, kind of what they did with the first like two movies they did was they they made Battle of the Gods and Resurrection F, and then they recapped them, kind of like re re envisioned them for the show, um, same storyline just like cut up in different ways and a little quicker, you know. Uh, and it, it's also in the books too. So actually, I don't think they are in the books. I think uh, no, yeah, they're they're in the books. They're in the books. Um, but I, I don't think Broly's in the books, like the Broly movie. So, like for instance, at the end of this last book I read, I think it was like eleven or twelve of the Dragon Ball Super manga, there is a a two page little small aside they put at the end. That is like, hey, this is what happened. There's also uh, Broly. This whole Broly thing went down where this, this, and this happened and shit. It's it's pretty cool how they're tackling it. But um, loving that, love that. Love. Uh, I finished Middle West, man. Middle West is one of the best fucking books I've read, I think ever. Like, I mean, I, I'm not a big book reader to be honest, but the uh, Middle West has been like a delight, and I think it touches on some really, really serious issues. I think it's um. It deals with like trauma and family issues and not being good enough and um, wanting to better yourself and not be like your parents, but also retain some of the good traits from your parents as well. I think it's um, it's a very heavy, very deep story, very impactful. The art is amazing. I love the art of that book. I would love to see more of Scotty Young's writing, which he has some things out there. He has, um, I think it's I think his new book's called The Me You Love in the Dark, and then he has obviously. I hate Fairyland, which I should be getting the second one of those this week, and we can talk more about Fairyland um, soon. Uh, anyways, I'm also working on Old Man Hawkeye, but that is neither here nor there. That is apparently before Old Man Logan, and I've been chipping away at Carnage, but I took a break from Carnage for the other books, so sue me. Uh, and then watching, I haven't watched anything. I haven't, I haven't watched any TV shows or movies outside of Suicide Squad, which we recapped in the 100th episode. And a little bit on the, I think, uh, last episode. So, yeah, go check those out if you want to check it out. Also, that 100th episode is a long boy. It is a fucking long boy. You know what I'm saying? That shit is fucking two hours and 40 minutes. That is the fucking... 
It's almost as long as the Snyder Cut. And you're just sitting there with the boys hanging out. And uh, it, it was lovely to do, by the way. Now that now that I'm by myself and Jay's not in my hair, you know, we broke up last episode at the end of it. If you caught that, you might want to go check it out. Um, it was real deep stuff, you know, friendship breaking, brotherhood breaking. Uh, so, yeah, he, he's an enemy of the pod right now. But um, he may come back. We'll never know. But now that I'm alone... Uh, I want to thank all my friends for supporting me for 100 episodes. I want to thank the fans and the audience. I feel weird saying fans because they're not fans of me. They're more fans of the podcast. So the listeners or the, what did we come up with? The hive mind? Yes. I want to thank the hive mind for fucking um, supporting so much and sticking around even for these episodes where it's just me. I never thought there would be episodes with just me and people listening and, and enjoying it actually. So I appreciate you guys uh, sticking around for that kind of stuff. Cause I'm, I'm not the best at like public speaking and just like sticking on topic and not saying, uh, or like every two seconds. And you can definitely see points where that shows, but, uh, nevertheless, there are many episodes where it's just me and it's got some views on it. So I appreciate it. And I, uh, want to thank you guys. Uh, moving on from that, we will get into a little bit of news. Um, there's no trophy segment this episode because there's not a lot of trophies popping off. But there are some things coming up that I am interested in and I think it's important to kind of touch on because, you know, it, it is we're in kind of like a... I wouldn't say we're in a lull because there are a lot of things to play. Uh, I'm personally falling in back into the love of comic books and shit, so I'm not fully set back into play mode but i have been playing call of duty recently and and i, I know that's like a trivial thing to say where it's like yeah call of duty's call of duty what the fuck ever you're not really like you're not diving into a new game or a different game or an indie game or a story game whatever um it's it's mindless gaming it's one of those things that are like you're you're kind of you kind of just come home and zone out and go brain dead for a little bit and there's nothing wrong with that to be honest i think it's a good thing um, it, it, certain days you're just like mentally exhausted and, and you know, on, on some of these days that's been mentally exhausting at work, I come home, I read some books, it's a nice Zen moment. And then I'm like, I want to fucking let loose and just relax. And Call of Duty has been a great outlet for that. You know, I, I was deep into Rocket League for a while, uh, doing that. And I think that's actually a good topic to kind of dr- dive into before we get into the stories or, um, some of the news things. What are some good mindless games to jump into? And I, I think I can, I think I got some recommendations for you. I think Call of Duty is one. If you're into shooters and you just want to zone out, don't stress out about getting a lot of kills or winning. I think Call of Duty, if you're playing it relaxed and just without a mic even, just stay off the mic and don't engage with any of these dumbasses who are just like, fuck you, you're camping, bitch, or whatever. You know, you can just say, you can just say nothing and just chill. Uh, obviously if you're on PS5, hit the little mute button. Cause that shit is unmuted every time you start the game, which I thought is awesome when it first came out. Now I'm like, why can everybody hear me fucking listening to podcasts? Cause it, I, it, it happened so much. Every time I get on, I'll get on, uh, I'll start killing people. And then, and then I'll, I'll fucking get a, uh, I'll hear somebody on the, on my, you can hear the people talking through your controller and I'll hear them on the controller going, dude, turn that shit off. Turn that fucking shit off. Quit. Why are you playing this in the mic? Turn it off. I'm just like, what the fuck? What is that? And then I'll find out, oh, my dumbass had it unmuted. And they were just hearing me breathing, singing along to songs, farting, you know, 
you know, whatever, just like making all the weird noises that nobody wants to hear. Uh, probably brushing my shirt up against the controller sometimes and it's fucking, um, but you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. And fuck those guys. Anyways, another mindless game would be Minecraft. Obviously, if you just want to Zen out and do shit, try this. All right. And even, even if you're not into Minecraft and you just want to relax, I think, and, and this one is very obvious. I know a lot of people love Minecraft just for the zen of it. But some people don't play Minecraft. And I know some of the people listening to this podcast don't play it personally. So um, it is what it is. Also, Jake, it's a, uh, it's a pretty simple platinum trophy if you want to work for it. There's ways around getting that platinum pretty easy. It involves some uh, safe scumming, which is where you... Um, you can basically set your world to like, you only get trophies in survival mode, right? If you start a world, you can choose survival mode or creative and you only get trophies in survival mode. The trick to it is you start the game in creative, fill up a bunch of shit with stuff you want, like all the diamond in the world, all the enchantment shit in the world, this, that, this, this, and that, this, this, that, and this, this, and that. And then you upload your save to the cloud, you delete your save, you download it from the cloud again, basically getting your save back, and it reads that world as survival. Now, if you just start in survival, and you'll have all that bullshit you laid, so you can build a mansion and then fucking play in it in survival mode. And you can keep doing that. So, like, if you go back into a creative, want to change some stuff, want to add some stuff, upload, download, boom, it's, it's survival now. At least that's how it worked when I got the platinum, and it's a very easy platinum. But anyways... Back to the whole point of what I was trying to say. This game is an iconic, like, masterclass of putting Legos on screen. And it that, that is what it is. And obviously, 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 it, a lot of people look at it and just go, oh, it's fucking Roblox. It's a kid's game. It's a, it's a um, simple game. There's nothing to do in it. But it actually gets very deep. Hey, yo, it fucking, you can build, you can build everything, obviously. You can build your 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 castle or your your hut or you know whatever you're living in you got to put the beds in certain places you got to build storage units you can make you can use weird items to kind of design your building in an in a unique way and make it actually look amazing and phenomenal like very very diverse and um that was kind of like the therapeutic part of it for me so when i had a world with jay he had a he had a building on a cliffside and then I would just join him, and we would just multiplayer. Like he would go out, like super far away from me, and just start mining shit, looking for resources, looking for caves, looking for the end portal, whatever. Um, and I was just back at the house, building, just expanding that fucking house to where it was like a mansion. So now we have a we have a world with all this, all these resources in it and stuff. And um, that one we played legit. We didn't do any creative stuff in it, and we just literally started it from scratch. We we got some wood, then we built the house, and we took our time with that world. And, and that's what's rewarding about it is you get to sit back and go, holy shit, yes, we worked on, today we worked on a house, right? And then the next day, the next day, the next day, the next day, there's like, oh, we kind of need a path to here. Oh, we need a, a cart path to this cave because we're going to mine resources out of it. Uh, we need to put some, we need to put some storage and some beds near the cave. 
and then you build a new fucking building around the cave. Like, and, and then once you're done, you have like this world that you built and you carved yourself and it's more personal. And, um, even if you just get on and start it and like no one else plays with you, you just get on there and work on it. They have different difficulties. So there's less mobs fucking with you, or you can just sit around in creative mode and just build whatever the fuck you want. But I think the reward is definitely for, you know, going to sleep in it's nighttime, avoiding the mobs, uh, farming them when you need resources, you know, killing stuff and trying to kill that ender dragon, which is like the, the ultimate end game of Minecraft. You want to kill that thing, but your world never goes away. So always, you know, build your world to how you want it. And that's what's special about it. And they've been expanding even after all these years into many different things. So, um, the amount of new stuff there, if you used to play it a long time ago, it's worth getting back into, especially as a Zen game. Another Zen game, let me think of another Zen game. Dragon Quest Builders 2. Um, it's a very cutesy, anime, chibi game. It is, you know, it's pretty interesting how the game works. It's similar to Minecraft in terms of building stuff, but it's not permanent. Or it is permanent, but it's not, like, important to the world. You're not really building your house to live in it. You're kind of just, like you're on a uh, you're on an island for a little bit working to build stuff and get past all these like storyline tasks that you have to get through and then it'll eventually lead you to a new island so where you're just starting fresh and you have like newer things to work with and different uh people to talk to but that one's like mainly a story game from start to finish and it's it's pretty pretty badass uh i've been digging that a lot i think it's uh highly underrated honestly I think a lot of people like it in Japan, but I think in America, people see it and they're like, oh, it's just a fucking Japanese Minecraft clone, which it's not. It's very far from it. It's more storyline based. And uh, honestly, the story is great. Very entertaining. The art's done by the art of uh, Dragon Ball. So you, you see little Trunks and Gokus. Your character looks like a little fucking Super Saiyan, like a Saiyan. And it's just cool. Everything Everything's cool about it. Um... Another Zen game would be Stardew Valley, if you like farming kind of simulators. Animal Crossing, of course, if you just need something to chill and relax to. But that one is more of like a chore game. I wouldn't really... I guess, I guess it would be a Zen game, but it, you know, you're doing a lot of like monotonous chores and jobs on that game where you sign on, you have to check your fucking fossils. You have to go um, look if there's a special bug somewhere. You have to go dig up the little dig spots around your your island and stuff. And there's just a lot to do. Um, it's a great game. Don't get me wrong. But I think for Zen purposes, uh, it can be like mildly stressful in terms of like you just have, you have a lot to do. I guess it's not really stressful. Stressful is not the right word, but it's just, you, you have more to do and it seems more like a job and not really Zen on that game. But um, uh, I'm trying to think of more. Obviously Mario, any of the Mario games, they get a little bit more hectic too, but, um, oh, Gree, Gree was great, man. Gree is a phenomenal game. I already reviewed it on this podcast, but Gree is a indie game and it is about a girl who lost her voice and she's kind of dealing with depression and anxiety and you can kind of, um, or she's mainly dealing with grief and you can see the levels are named after it. The trophies are named after it. And it's a beautiful game. The art is fucking phenomenal. The music is great. I even put it on my fucking iPhone. Like it is, it is, it is an experience in itself. And playing that game is, 
is very therapeutic uh, in many ways, and you get a sweet story out of it and fun gameplay. Like they they add a lot of abilities. You get to turn into like this block. You get to um, sing if you hold a button, and it kind of reacts to certain things in the level sometimes. Um, but it's fantastic. I love that shit and uh, highly recommend it. But I think that's good enough for a couple of Zen games to play. I was going to say shit like Rocket League for some reason, but that's that gets very try hard, very fast. So I, I guess I wouldn't say that. I, oh, Skate 3. Skate 3 is a Zen game. I would definitely say that. Just fuck around with the mechanics for a while. You don't have to play any of the missions or anything. Just get on Skate 3 and do a couple tricks and try to grind on a rail. It's fun as fuck. Forza. Obviously, racing is, is very can be a little stressful, but if you're just going around getting the, the barn finds and the, um, you know, doing some of the fun mini game things that it can be a blast. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think we can flesh that out more on another episode as well. Uh, touch on some more Zen games or some, you know, highlight some other games. I, I like that idea. Now that I think about it, that might become a segment, uh, where I kind of give out recommendations of certain things that I think, should be highlighted. If you're looking for something, uh, definitely write in and I can give you some recommendations. But if you don't write in, I'll just fucking, I'll pick something and just be like, here's some music games. Here's some uh, shooting games if you want. You know, whatever. We'll, we'll talk more on the next episode about that. Uh, let's talk about a couple things in the news, I guess. There's not a lot of news, but there are things coming out. What if season one premieres today and we get to see, uh, I believe, the Peggy Carter uh, episode, which... Honestly, after Loki, WandaVision, and Falcon, I am fucking ready. Give me that. I was about to buy the What If Omnibus, but I found out there are... I found out What If is very old. I didn't know that. And when I did, that Omnibus that is coming out has, like, all the old ones, which is fine. And they're still interesting. Don't get me wrong. But I want more modern ones. And I like how this show is tackling the MCU What If, which is fucking sick. Diablo 2 Resurrected Public Open Beta... Dates have been announced, which is fucking phenomenal. The pre-order announced or the pre-order beta time is uh, or date is August thirteenth, which is this Friday, and then next Friday after that, they have an open beta, um, and you you know all consoles can play it, whatever. Beta tests will be available on PC, all consoles uh, except for Nintendo Switch, and. Apparently, Xbox Live Gold is required for the pre-order beta if you pre-order on Xbox. PlayStation Plus is not required for either beta test. Um, and when the game comes out, the both services will be necessary for multiplayer. So, that's cool. And, uh, yeah, dude, Diablo 2. So, I never played the old one. And I played Diablo 3 a bunch. I think Diablo 2 is going to be very interesting. I think the... Um, the only, if they if they attribute a lot of the updates and the quality of life enhancements they did on Diablo 3 in terms of like transmog and how the party system kind of works and how it works on consoles and how easy the controls are and how diverse the moves are uh, i've seen the gameplay and i know it's like a it's a different beast it's definitely like an older one the graphics look good now cuz it's a little bit like it's it's like remastered or whatever but uh, I'm wondering if the quality of gameplay is there. And I, I'm going to get it regardless because I really enjoyed Diablo 3. Also, your boy's got the platinum on that. I know, I know. The percentage is very low. You're like, you're like Jordan, how would you do that? How could you do that? And I'm sitting there like, it's me. It's me. 
I'm kidding. Um, but I did get the plat. I'm not kidding about that. I, I ain't fucking kidding about that. I ain't taking that one back. But uh, I am kidding about the da-da-da-da-da. It's the motherfucking deal. Double G. Uh, let's carry on from there. Let's let let's carry on from there. Yeah, all in all, I'm excited for Diablo 2. It's gonna be really fun. Can't wait. Uh, there is a indie showcase, I believe, tomorrow for Nintendo Nindies. Uh, I don't really know what to say about it, to be honest. It's it's not really anything that you can predict because all these indie games are kind of, you know, they'll just pop up. There's not really like sequels, mini sequels to them. But, you know, that's that. Something to look out for this week if you're interested. And ID, uh, they had an indie showcase for Xbox as well recently as uh, on their shit. So if you're interested in that, you can go check that out. I'm probably not going to cover too much of it because, like I said, indie games are just, they'll pop up. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about them when we get to them. But the Sonic 2 movie casted Idris Elba as Knuckles. Which I'm wondering what the fuck that's going to look like and sound like. Because uh, Idris Elba's voice is so unique. I can't imagine why they would give Knuckles a... I, don't, I really don't know. I don't know why they would give him that kind of like deep raspy voice. But could be interesting. We'll see. Fuck. Like I, I really don't I, don't... I don't fucking know anymore. You know? Really don't know. Uh, there's a Godfall expansion coming out. Who cares about that game? I'm just kidding. That game is pretty good. I just think it's um, it's little oh little little uh too little too late for the launch, especially if they're gonna charge full price for that shit. And um, yeah, pretty crazy. And to close out this episode, back to Zen Games. Stardew Valley will be released on Game Pass in the fall of 2021. Um, so. There you go. If you want something to play on uh, Zen that's like chill, go ahead and get that. It's a very like, I'm trying to think of something to compare it to. It's kind of like Minecraft in terms of like you managing crops and stuff. You don't really need to do that in Minecraft, but this one is basically like, I guess it's closer to Animal Crossing. Um, you get to like find out your villagers' birthdays and you get to go give them birthday gifts on their birthdays. It increases your relationship. Uh, you deal with farming a bunch of shit and, you know, it's very like semi kind of. But if you like Harvest Moon, then you'll love this game. Absolutely. Uh, not fully my cup of tea. I did get it on Switch, but, you know. I will recommend, though, however, get this on Switch if you do get it. Even though it's coming out on Xbox Game Pass for free, I would recommend you get it on Switch because it's a better handheld game if you're into this kind of thing. And if you, like, go somewhere and you want to manage your system or go home and just play it on your TV, Switch kind of covers all that basis, and it's perfect for Switch. Uh, for Xbox, it works. Obviously, it's no, there's nothing against that. It's not a very graphically heavy game, so it's not going to be that enhanced by Xbox. But it is an option if you wanted to go that route. I just think it works fine on Switch, and it's already available on Switch. So why would you why would you deviate? All right, but that's been uh, that's been it for Wednesday, boys and girls. That has been the random scrambled episode. I think I think we kind of bodied it today. I'm not going to lie. I think we got this in the fucking bag. I've been struggling for this guy on uh on eBay to fucking or not eBay, uh Reddit to send me an invoice for this fucking book and he's taking forever and that is another story. I just had to get this off my chest because this podcast is therapy and also 
This podcast is brought to you by Non-Lucky. You skipping 30 seconds ahead. There's no seconds left. It's over. I appreciate you guys listening, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Later.